never get you flustered. Baloney, baloney, I love you. Putting on the bread like I'm putting you to bed. Baloney, baloney, I love you. Hey guys, welcome to Manage the Wild. I'm your host, Nick Madsen. This winter got you down because if you're a biologist in the Intermountain West, probably it does right now. Talking to all the biologists out there, plus the people I work with in Habitat, it's getting difficult. We're getting snow, more snow, and more snow. Uh, it's awesome if you rely on crops in the summertime and need water. But if you're into wildlife, it's kind of that season of PTSD. Every time you start just seeing the snow pile up and it starts giving you a little bit of a short temper, short fuse. So whenever you do that, just sing that little song about baloney. Find your baloney, something that you can sing about to give you hope about. Because winters can sometimes be long. The biologist I was talking to him today, we were working on the water system, trying to get the water flowing for the elk in the quarantine facility. And we kind of got it going. We got a trickle. We had a backhoe up for like 10 hours digging ditches and it kind of got opened up. But guess what? Then the culvert up the river froze over, blocked all the water. So all the work we did yeah, went to kaput. So we dug out the culvert, got the culvert dug out, got water flowing. So today, after like two weeks of fighting it, today we went up and we fed the elk with uh, elementary kids and checked the trap and water's flowing. But it was kind of interesting as uh, I was talking with the biologist today. He uh, checks collars every day, and we're starting to see some movement in the elk. The challenge that we have in this area, the movement with the elk, and what the biologist is doing, is he's monitoring how close they're getting to these urban areas. As soon as they come into these urban areas, depredation calls start coming in like crazy, especially in the dairies. The challenge you have with dairies is they are just wide open source of food. Just the way they feed their their cows, just the way their whole operation is, it is just difficult to keep elk out of there. The elk will jump into the manger with the cows and they'll feed through the stalls just like the cows. If not, they're getting into the haylage and the silage, which that can be a challenge in itself. If elk get into haylage and silage, their stomachs aren't really necessarily set up for that type of fermentation and that amount of protein. It causes bloat and boom. Oh, I got a bunch of dirt. I just got off of work. But it boom and their stomachs blow up and you start losing a bunch of elk because it just causes bloat and they end up dying. That's a challenge. Also, the farmer is losing a lot of, just a lot of feed. Another challenge is elk are very aggressive uh, when you compare them to other animals. When I got up to the ranch this morning, there was between 35 and 50 head of elk in the pasture with the horses where we feed the horses, and they had pushed the horses out of the way. Okay, Now, what's interesting is these are draft horses. They're big. They're massive. We're talking 21, 2,500 pounds is the largest one. Large animals, but they still are getting bullied by elk, and it doesn't matter, cows, calves, bulls they are going to push those horses out of the way. So the biologist is watching. They're leaving the area where they're on the feed row. Even though we're feeding them, 
they're still leaving and they're coming down into the valleys to get away from that deep, deep snow. We've also had a really interesting winter, had virtually no winter up through December until after Christmas, and we started getting a little bit of snow. Now we've got about two feet of snow, but it's all fluff, it's powder, so it just blows about. But today we got a real warm storm coming through. There's a lot of moisture in the snow. And so now you're getting that layer of crust over top of that fluffy snow. Creates real problems, especially for the deer. The biologist is reporting he's already lost two fawns with collars. So depending on the amount of animals or the amount of fawns you've collared, uh, two could represent 20% of your population, two could represent 5%. It just depends. But losing fawns this early is never great. The area that it's in is one of the coldest places uh, in this area, and so you kind of expect it, but it's still a little early, but we're starting to lose fawns, and you're going to start losing more if that Warm snow sits on top of that cold, fluffy snow and then creates that crust. They can't get down through that crust, and it just becomes really difficult. Um, yeah, so that's uh, what's going on today, and that's all the different things that we're dealing with. That is why biologists are constantly checking their weather. They're constantly pulling up their phone. They're looking, seeing what's the temperature going to be, what's the uh, is there any snow? Is there any rain in the forecast? And they're starting to get calls. Uh, there was a lady not too far from here, about 20 miles from here, who's feeding about 40-headed deer, 30-headed uh, deer, and she's buying feed from the store. Now, it's not recommended that you feed deer because of spreading of disease. Also, south-facing south slopes are still open. As you drive the canyons, look at the south-facing slopes and see if they're being blown open. As soon as they blow open, all the deer, all the elk, all those type of animals are going to move to those, and they're going to start to feed, and they're going to be okay as long as those are open. What happens is on those south-facing slopes, if you get a buildup of three, four feet, and then a crust on top, and then you get these really cold temperatures, cold temperatures, and you start looking at the body condition, and you start getting really skinny-looking animals, that's when you need to be concerned. But three weeks into our first real snow snowstorms is not the time to be concerned. Deer are still doing pro really well. Temperatures actually have been fairly warm up until this week. Uh, yesterday at work, it hit negative eight, but other than that, it hasn't been that bad. So wildlife uh, wintertime is not an exciting place to be uh, for wildlife in the Intermountain West in this area. Deep snows, cold temperatures make life a little difficult makes it difficult for biologists, depredation for farmers, ranchers, and we start having challenges. So that's what I got going on. So ultimate takeaway from this is find you a song, something you can sing to make you happy uh, when those days get long, get cold, and there's complaints. Have a great day.